Hi, this is Tom from the Happiness Quotient. Thank you for dropping by. You are one of my favorite listeners because if you're listening to this episode, you're hearing it before we changed our name to the Happiness Quotient. Just so you won't be surprised when you listen, you'll hear me talk about Baker Street with Tom Pollard. Believe me, you are in the right place. We've changed our name, but the excellence of the podcast just keeps getting better. Before we get to the episode, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe wherever you're listening, and I hope you'll visit my Patreon page for exclusive content at patreon.com slash thehappinessquotient, and take a look at my YouTube page of the same name, where there are many Everest and music-related episodes, adventure-related podcast elements that can't be found here on the podcast itself. Thanks for being here. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave me a review, a rating, and share it with someone you care about. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Baker Street with Tom Pollard. It's good to have you here. This is episode 18. Thank you to all of the listeners and those who have followed me on iTunes or Buzzsprout or Spotify or wherever you can find podcasts. And also for those of you who have actually clicked five stars on the iTunes app where Baker Street with Tom Pollard is and giving me reviews. I love that. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. And I hope that if you haven't done that, that you'll take a minute if something moves you or you're inspired by the stories you hear here, that you will go and give me a review or at least follow me on my YouTube channel, which is Baker Street with Tom Pollard. And that brings me to the subject of today's podcast. I posted a video on my YouTube channel the other day, just a few days ago, with uh, featuring an interview with a young man named Nathaniel Smiley Tejeda. And because of his infectious enthusiasm and his positive outlook on life, I've gotten a ton of views on that video. So you should check that out. But I, if you can't and have, are unable to check out that video on YouTube, I'm bringing you Nathaniel Smiley Tejeda here today at Baker Street with Tom Pollard so you can listen as you're driving to work. Nathaniel is a, a, an 18-year-old young man that I met playing in a football game with my son, Sam, at a Shriners Hospital Maple Sugar Bowl football game. It's an all-star championships game that has been going on for 66 years featuring all-stars from New Hampshire football teams, all divisions, through, and they compete against Vermont all-stars all of their divisions. And they get together and even though it's very friendly and uh, a wonderful opportunity, and I guess you could say that who wins or who loses is unimportant, let me tell you something. These kids competed hard. They wanted it bad. And for many of the kids on the field that you have to be a senior to be chosen for this all-star team, this, this is the last football game that they will have ever played. So they played hard. I, I was actually kind of getting nervous a little bit there was some hard hits and everything I was like oh my gosh these kids are just creaming each other out there it was an awesome game great competition 
and the team, all the teams gather on the campus of Castleton University in Castleton, Vermont, this beautiful campus with a great facility, and the all the players and coaches spend an entire week there training in preparation for the game, which took place on Saturday, August 3rd. And it, it to say triple sessions is an understatement. I think these kids, some days, uh, my son Sam said they had to be in full pads, ready for practice at 5.30 in the morning. And they were co- collapsing in bed probably 9.30 or 10 o'clock that night. And then they had to do it all over again the next day. And on that Friday night before the game, I went out there and many parents did. And there was a banquet featuring the Shriners hospitals and and many talks by the 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 men uh, and women who who make possible not only the Shriners hospitals but make possible this this bowl game and that's when my son Sam introduced me to Smiley Tejeda and I want to bring you that interview with him Smiley was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma and had been going through chemotherapy and at the time of this football camp and game, he had to leave each day and go get radiation treatments. And it required six hours of driving every day for him, his father, to pick him up at the football camp, drive all the way back down to Boston to the children's hospital down there, then back up to practice with his team. Wow, that's insane. I, I, and, and so I, I'm just, let's roll into this. I want to introduce you to Nathaniel Smiley Tejeda. This was a telephone interview I did this morning, and I'm bringing it to you here. Smiley was in the weight room working out. No days off. All right, so I am here with a friend of my son's and a friend of all. His name is Nathaniel Tejeda, and he's from Nashua, New Hampshire, and I had the pleasure of meeting him at a football game, the, the, the Shriners Hospital Maple Sugar Bowl game on August 3rd in Castleton, Vermont. And Nathaniel, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me for Baker Street. Thank you for having me. It's been an experience. It's been a fun journey so far. So yeah, well, so you're you're not just a football player, I gather. You have another sport that you love dearly. Yeah. So recently, when I got into high school, I joined a wrestling team, and ever since that, I just fell in love and just took up took on with it and just kept going. That's unbelievable. It's great. Wrestling is one of those sports. It's just so grueling and uh, demanding. Sure. Like in football, you can just eat like a pig and, and just you don't have to yeah. worry about it. But for wrestling, you have to hone down to a weight class or worry about the next mm-hmm. weight class. So we met in Castleton at Castleton University, and Sam, as I had mentioned in a, in an earlier YouTube video, my son Sam pointed you out and he said, "Hey, that that guy, his nickname is Smiley. He's a really good guy, and you should say hi to him later." And that was all he told me. And until later, when uh, the Shriners uh, told a, a little story about you, and I'm I'd like, could you tell me like tell me your your story in short like it's a remarkable story and if you could just share it with me right now so the gist of it is 
back in February, right after our, right before my last wrestling uh, high school meet um, for the state championships, I had I found this lump in my neck, and it was like, so what is this? And then, so the day after the the, the meet or the the championships, we drove over to our nearby hospital and did a whole bunch of like X-rays and stuff and ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And I guess they found out. Well, you might have something crazy, so you guys better rush over to Mass General, which is a big hospital in Boston. And then once we got there, is when we realized and we were that di- I was diagnosed with um. Uh, stage two Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. It's cancer of the lymph nodes, mm. and basically, it's it's a cancer is really treatable, but it can be a tough fight. And our our doctors like really, really straight up, which was which is something that I was really liked about them is like, I there's no going around it. Like you have this, and you just gotta take it take it by the horns. So mm. after I was diagnosed, I was like, well, I have it. Nothing I can do about it. So let me just keep going with my life and doing me and then that's when I got and started doing all these different things and then I continued doing my sports did everything as normal and then I found out with me on the Shriners and I was like dude let's do this and then here we are today with the W. Well, yep, you got the W. New Hampshire won the game 21 to 9. And as a dad of a New Hampshire football player, that was a great victory. But uh, obviously, the, the real key was that you guys got to compete at all for this, this really cool bowl game. But, but, a, but a W for a football team is, is really the extra bonus. But you were still, and I'm not sure if you still are, you were still going through radiation. Uh, during the week leading up to the game, and during that week, you got oh, the teams basically stay on campus at Castleton University. And I think triple sessions is an understatement. You guys are pretty much early in the morning till yeah. evening, and you were actually driving home every night to get yeah. radiation? Yes, sir. So we would, so on that Sunday when we all showed up for camp, I stayed there, and then I would drive home, right? And then every single day, what we did was, was I go to show up to practice in the morning, and then do everything as I was doing the rest of the day. It was basically a full time job for that whole entire week. And then I had soon as practice was over, took a shower, drove home with my dad, and woke up, drove to Mass General in the morning, and repeat and repeat until until I went on Saturday. Hold on a second. So you you weren't going to a hospital in Nashua. You were going all the way down to Boston, then back up to Castleton. Yeah. How many hours of driving was that every day? Uh, just about six, a little bit over six <laughs> hours a day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is incredible. You just, you wanted it bad. It was like, it, it, where's that come from? I couldn't go without it. I was like, this is literally my last chance to play some football and it, not only is it my last chance, but it's all going to such a great cause. So what what would it be if me not going? How would people see it? Like, oh, this kid, uh, like, not that it's a bad thing, but like, oh, this kid has cancer. He's just uh, looking around, not doing what, like, whatever he can. And then I'm just thinking, no, I'm going I'm to do this and the other things at the same time. There's no reason why I can't. It's mm-hmm. gonna, I, would be, I would be in regret. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I, if I didn't go to that game, wow. so me doing that is just yep. part of the experience. 
And your dad, way to go. Your dad gets the MVP support yeah, dude, I guess, right? Yeah, I give him a big, a big hug at the beginning, just saying thank you. And two tears of drops for uh, just the whole journey. Mm. It, it just all came together all at once. So. Mm. Wow, that's, that's really remarkable. So now, are you through with radiation? Or what, what's, the, what's the near future look like for you in terms of that? So yeah, as of um, last week, I had my final radiation treatment. I only had three more after that Saturday, so I officially finished radiation as of right now. And then in a few months, we'll go and get a checkup uh, scan and see where I am. But it's looking good for now. What does it feel like to go through chemotherapy and radiation does it make you really sick or like even during the week at the game were you tired or what so in chemo it's a lot more strenuous like it's but you only do uh once every two weeks so it's basically they give you a whole bunch of medicine that make that kills the all your cells from inside Mm. all your good and bad cells Mm. And that's the one that really takes the toll on you and your body and everything. It only lasts, like, the effects, like, are really bad with the first few days. But after that, you you go back to normal. But mm. with the radiation, it's an everyday thing. So you really won't start feeling the effects of radiation until, like, a few weeks after, a few mm. days after. Mm. And that was a good, well, it was good and bad because I started radiation about two weeks before, two, three weeks before, um, went to Shriners mm. and then as I was going to camp it was when my body was like wow you're really starting to feel it because mostly it's just fatigue and just like soreness from areas that's being radiated mm-hmm. so for me it was most of my throat and my chest oh. and just so yeah so, <laughs> so wow but I was, so uh, most of the week I was carrying a fanny pack with me it was, I had like a whole bunch of cough drops and <sighs> And then I ended up wearing a fanny pack in the game, and it's just so funny. <laughs> the kids loved it. So, yeah. uh, that is really, really neat. Yeah, you you had uh, your your optimism and enthusiasm were certainly nobody would have known had they not been told the story that you were going through that. Your outlook and attitude is so positive is that was that born into you or did you have to practice at that because it really it just it it really i could see it It, it, you know it just was coming out of you there was not an ounce of self-pity or oh you know guys treat me differently because no not at all so i would say it's just been in me since like ever because when i was in fifth grade is when i was originally given the name smiley by my my defensive coach, um, and it really just stuck. Like, hmm. I was just always having a smile on my face when I was younger, and I think it really comes from the culture of my mom and my dad. Them hmm. growing up in a big family, like big uh, Brazilian Dominican family, we just love joy and love spreading that positivity. There's no need for negativity in our lives, and there's so much around us. Hmm. So, I just, I guess, I just kept going with it, and then it grew into like part of me and now mm-hmm. it's just my lifestyle i guess that's fantastic well your parents i'm really happy i had the chance to meet them briefly and they seemed really proud they were standing yeah. back while i was interviewing you and 
they were beaming with pride and uh and and you have a little sister who was running around what's her name nicole uh, cool and the funny thing is that like she's so young so she doesn't really understand like the whole entire like what's going on mm. but she but like she's just it's not that she's oblivious to it but it's just funny to see her like just be so happy and joyful when she doesn't really understand the full thing of it, so it's mm. cool. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get back to your weightlifting session, but I did get tipped off on a story. Apparently, sometime back yeah. when you first started going through this, somebody had given your name to the Make a Wish Foundation, and they chose you, and they offered to send you on a trip or something like that but you chose not to do that what did you what how did you handle that what did you end up doing with that yeah so the make wish foundation is basically like an organization that grants wishes or like or um things that a kid might want for anyone under the age of 18 mm-hmm. when you're diagnosed so the crazy thing is i was diagnosed when i was 17 and now i'm 18 so i barely made the cutoff <laughs> and it's just so crazy what these uh, the foundation does for these kids. Is they they literally can do almost anything we want. Mm. And I had the opportunity to be part of this, and so I was like, I could do that. I could go on a crazy adventure with my family. I could travel the world. I could meet someone. I could meet someone famous. But I was like, why am I going to waste my time? Or not really. It's not wasting. You know, it's like I I could do all these fun things that could last for a day or two mm-hmm. or I can make an, another lasting impact on somebody mm-hmm. and so I decided what what's one thing I love and what's basically two things I love mm-hmm. I love to help kids out and I love weightlifting mm. so I want to put two things together and I decided to use my make-a-wish to have a renovation of our school weight room Wow. So basically, we're going to get full new equipment, a bunch of reupholstered, uh, new paint and everything in our school gym. And hopefully it gets done soon, but it's just a big process. So going, wow. going, we'll see how it goes from there. Wow. That is so cool. And so that school is, what's the name of that school? Nashua High School South. Nashua High School South. Well, anybody who is going to be going to that high school in the coming years is going to be pretty <laughs> stoked. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really pleased to have had the opportunity to meet you. You're a, you're a really nice, uh, kind human being and, and a blessing to the people who you meet. I really appreciate you taking the time to interview with me. And what I hope you'll do is check back in with me after you go for your other, you know, your checkup in a couple of months. And yeah. and and you had told me that you're going to be going to Springfield College in what? What yep. are you majoring in? Exercise science. Exercise science. So so you're 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 just following this right through. This is going to be your professional career, and you're going to be working with athletes. Thank you so much, Nathaniel Smiley Tejeda. I look forward to keeping in touch with you. Thank you for the opportunity and every uh, and letting me be on here. It's just been great with the overwhelming support the last few days. So yeah.
What a great interview with Nathaniel Smiley Tejeda. Nathaniel wanted me to bring uh, some note to the gym that he works out at in Nashua, New Hampshire. It's called Veritas Performance Training. And he says that their primary objective, at least as far as he's, his experiences, is that they, they are concerned with performance training and they do whatever they can to help young children, kids, and aspiring athletes become the best version of who they can possibly be. So Veritas Performance Training in Nashua, New Hampshire. He also wanted to mention the Childhood Cancer Lifeline of New Hampshire. And that was a very important organization for him. It's, it's basically families helping families with situations such as that of Nathaniel. Uh, they were founded back in 95 by a group of parents whose children had childhood cancer. And they, they really help these children, whether there might be financial needs or just emotional support or maybe rides to and from uh, chemotherapy or radiation. So I will post the Childhood Cancer Lifeline of New Hampshire website online, but it is basically childhoodcancerlifeline.org. And you can go find them. And let me bring it back to Veritas Performance Training, Veritas pt.com check them out it would also be a, a big miss if I wasn't to mention the Shriners Hospitals which made possible the football game that Nathaniel and my son and, and dozens of, of football players and athletes and students from Vermont and New Hampshire and the Shriners Hospitals are really an important organization that provides specialized pediatric care. They have provided literally hundreds of millions of dollars of services across the United States in their hospitals and whether a, a child has uh, orthopedic needs, burn care, spinal cord injury, craniofacial and cleft lip, cleft palate, and they even have a telehealth care network. Shriners hospitalsforchildren.org What I say in all of my podcasts is that we create our reality with the thoughts that we empower. Very simple. So when we give energy and strength to our thoughts, no matter what they are, positive, negative, angry, sad, self-pitying, those thoughts that we are empowering become our reality and we become that person. Nathaniel Smiley Tejeda, it sounds like it was born into him, but chooses to be very positive, uh, helping, kind, supportive of all the people around him, and also doesn't take his sickness to use that as a platform for self-pity or for attention. In fact, I think it, it, he was happy to do the interview not to draw attention to himself, but all, but primarily to bring some attention and shine some light on the people and organizations that helped him. 
So thank you, Nathaniel, for being a part of this. If you want to see the episode that I did on video with him, uh, go to my YouTube channel, Baker Street with Tom Pollard, and it's featured at the top. So if you click that, you'll see that segment on the top, and you'll see Nathaniel and my son in their, their white and red football uniforms. And if you do go visit that, please hit follow. And so whenever I post a video, you'll be notified in your inbox. And also go to eyesopenproductions.com and click on contact in the upper right corner. And if you want me to send you updates on Baker Street, I will indeed add you to my mailing list. Hey, what's that? It's Mary on my wish. I want to mention before I go, Lobo Loco is the music we've been listening to, and I found his music on the Free Music Archive. And if you want to find Lobo Loco, you can find his website at musicbrouse.de, M-U-S-I-C-B-R-A-U-S-E dot D-E. And I have been in communications with this musician and he's very thankful for the exposure on Baker Street and I'm always happy to give it to musicians willing to put their music up on the Free Music Archive which is a really cool site that you should also check out if you're a podcaster or a musician or a filmmaker looking to get royalty free music that is not commercial in nature as you well know this is a podcast that I do on my own time to gain some branding and exposure for my speaking and uh, the presentations I do for schools, companies, organizations on my life of adventure and climbing Mount Everest. Thank you very much for being here. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you enjoyed meeting Nathaniel. I will see you all real soon. If you're still here, thank you for visiting. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe wherever you're listening, and I hope you'll also visit my Patreon page for exclusive content at patreon.com slash thehappinessquotient, and take a look at my YouTube page of the same name, where there are many Everest and music-related episodes as well as adventure content and interview snippets that can't be found here on the podcast. Thank you for being here. I hope you'll share this, leave me a review, a rating, and come back soon.